You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. After the Kingsman's headquarters are destroyed and the world is held hostage, an allied spy organization in the United States is discovered. These two elite secret organizations must band together to defeat a common enemy. All right, let's jump into the spoiler-free section of our review. Uh, what do y'all think? For the most part, I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the film. It was, it was entertaining. Uh, there are little parts here and there um, that... I kind of, I was I was bothered by, but we'll get into that mm-hmm. in the spoiler for the 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 spoiler section. But it was a it was a good movie, but with a lot with a very large amount of question marks behind it. Okay. Okay. Uh, definitely not family friendly. This is rated R no. for a reason. There are some yeah. scenes in here that are very inappropriate. Uh, very inappropriate. Yes, just a little bit for uh, children. Or watching with your parents. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to, we'll to tell that. I'll tell that story in a second. Yeah. To, yeah. to quote, to quote somebody I was talking to the other day. It's like, yeah, they kind of went a little too far north, uh, New Zealand. Little yes. Bit. Okay. All right. Um, that made more sense a, at the time. It's very much an action film. Yes. Uh, kind of action film, and uh, it's. The sequel to Kingsman: The Secret Service, based on the comic book The Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, or the graphic novel, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I have to say. Drew, do you have something? This Before. film, I think, is trying to lean a little too much on the comedy side of things. I'm not saying there wasn't comedy in the in the Kingsman: The Secret Service because there was. But uh, this one, it both movies are ridiculous. This movie is more ridiculous, I think, than the first one. Uh, I don't really get into the plot that much. I'm not a, as big a fan of this one as I was of the first one. It's not a bad movie per se, but it's not a great movie. It's not really. Even a, I wouldn't even call it a good movie, but it's not a bad movie. So I don't really know where I, where it would fall for me. But you know, everyone's different. All right. Well, I guess if we have nothing else left. Let's jump into the spoiler-filled section of the review. If you are listening to this and you haven't seen the film and are worried about it being spoiled, go ahead and pause the film and come back after you watch it. Otherwise, join with us as we talk about this film with no cause to worry about spoiling it because you've been warned. All right. So let's jump right in. Um. This this is uh, I don't know I was not interested in watching this movie very much I mean I saw the lo- that they were going to have a lot of actors in it that I knew and part of me went well maybe I should watch it for that uh, but it never got me to go see it until we were reviewing this one um, and you know I wasn't a big fan of the first film I think in some ways this is better in some it's worse but uh, not really my kind of movie i I didn't feel like um yeah (laughs) when i went to see the first one i had never heard of any of the stuff i didn't even know it was based on a comic book until i was looking at the credits uh so i went in with absolutely no expectations and was pleasantly surprised by how much of how much i liked the movie this time i went into the movie assuming it would be and I think it's it's this is something I think most people would assume it's going to be like the first one, but a little bit more of it. And yet I well I went in expecting that. I don't really feel that's what I got. Uh, the fight scenes, as great as they were in the first movie, I think are in some cases are almost overdone here, where. Uh, as in the first one, it felt like it was at just right where they needed to be. Here, it felt like it was more... It was too much. Uh, some of the... Uh, 
Okay, what really gonna get me? Really gets me is the politics aspect of yeah. it because they went full political message on this one. I'm not saying they didn't go. I didn't have a political message in the first one, but Samuel Jackson was so over the top mm-hmm. that it it kind of just it's like, hey, why don't we just not hurt people? Why don't, why don't we just be kind to each other? This one, it's like, okay, we want to legalize drugs and. Uh, strangely enough with the pandemic we're going through how about universal health we'll throw the universal health care debate on top of that i'm not saying these are not topics that need to be discussed i'm saying perhaps a movie that involves throwing two different men through a meat grinder to make hamburgers is not the movie to discuss it in because honestly i even if i wanted to be to take that message seriously i can't because it's just like, oh, well, this is another crazy thing that's happening in this movie. Uh, I'll totally agree with you on the fight scenes. Like, I said this before when we talked about the first one, that at times I felt like the way they sped up the fight scenes was mm-hmm. a little too much. Like, I get that some of these people are supposed to be really good, and they I thought they did that kind of maybe to represent that. But in this one, we even have Elton John being sped up and slowed down for combat. And it yeah. Makes it yeah. Way too. And I. I mean, I get they're trying to glorify Elton John. He's such a icon. And there's a lot. And there's a lot of good uh, callbacks throughout the movie to his stuff. A lot of good Easter eggs. Yeah. Right. But for sure. But I felt like a lot of the fight scenes were sped up, like they were before, maybe even mm-hmm. too much. And I felt like it detracts from the coolness of some of the scenes because I felt yeah. like they're. Worst and in, cool elements to the fight. And scenes. in this one, it's even worse because yeah. they're doing it like. Every, it seems like every five minutes they have an right. excuse to have someone in a fight scene or do something to try and get that shock value of it. Like, oh, look how edgy we are. We're we're gonna throw this guy through a meat grinder, and while he's while she's cooking him up into a burger, this other guy's gonna get this really strange golden tattoo uh, <laughs> emblazoned on his on his uh, shoulder. Which, by the way, they never show again after he gets killed. Uh, from that point on, it's just a patch on all the uniforms. And then you get the whole political thing where it really did feel like, uh, the president in this movie was obviously supposed to be Trump. Uh, yeah. And, uh, his idea is like, oh, I'm going to trick him. I'm going to say we're going to do this, but really we're going to lock everyone up in Dallas Cowboy Stadium and, uh, treat them like they're prisoners because that's really what, uh, Republicans think of the universal healthcare system and all these criminals and everything are people who you, you I'm not saying that does not happen and that's not the way some people think but as a conservative that's not how I think yeah no good <laughs> night uh, and I I, I, I get tired that, but... I, I'll admit the reason I take it as such is because I've been at the blunt end, the I've been in, in the tr- crosshairs of the joke for 10 years now sure. since Bush was in office if we're being honest um and I've and I just grow tired of when I see this kind of stuff in media. I'm not saying it does. There's not a point of it. And this, and let's face it, this is meant to be an over-the-top comedic satire. Oh yeah, absolutely. Stuff. I understand that, but at the same time, I'm looking at it and going, "This is too much. You're trying to do too much." Yeah, agree. I'm supposed to be sad that you killed Roxy from the first mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be worse and, and JJ and BJ BJ. Whatever the dog's BJ. name is. Plus his friends that we didn't know for five seconds. Yeah. Because he didn't have those in the first movie. Uh, and then, oh, uh, Kingsman's destroyed. So now we're going to go, oh, well, obviously if it's an American co- uh, version of it, it's going to be in a Kentucky bourbon factory. So, they're, And they're going to be yeehaw and overly American. And I, and I recognize <laughs> they're focusing on these stereotypes on purpose. Because right. that's where the comedy comes from. I can say the same thing happened in the last movie where they had the Baptist church. By the way, I'm a Baptist. <laughs> and uh, obviously they were thinking Westwood Baptist church, not all of Baptist church. But let's face it, you know what they were thinking. Yeah. I could take offense to that, and I didn't because I can take a joke. I knew what this was. The All the political stuff, though, it really felt like, hey, here's everything we liberals hate that the Republicans are doing. We're going to focus on that being the main villains of the story, not actually Poppy. Because Poppy's just a crazy drug-dealing girl, woman who's crazy. It I love it, her. Oh, yeah. She's fun. Itself. Yeah, she the, is fun. Agreed. The, the U.S. government, who they focus on being, <laughs> honestly, 
it, it just annoys me that that's what they decide to focus on. And you know it's because they saw Trump was going getting elected, so they went ahead and made a Trump mockery with uh, I, Bruce Greenwood. I felt like it was making more fun of like uh, Bush style than actual Trump. Yeah, but I mean, I couldn't look at it now and not see, oh, yeah. it looks like it's Trump, especially. The fact that you've got was essentially a, in this movie a worldwide pandemic happening because these people took uh, were, were smoking pot and all these other yeah, drugs, recreational drugs, recreational drugs, and I can't help but look at it and think, you know, the people who made this movie are probably feeling vindicated at the moment because of how much they have disliked how Trump has approached this. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm not saying there's not been mistakes and that Trump's just crazy. Sometimes, because the man does need to stay off Twitter. I think we can all Amen agree with that. that. No matter how you feel, he needs to stay off Twitter. Uh, but I just couldn't help but look at it thinking, this feels like it's a political message being shoved down my throat. I don't go to movies for a political message or to be preached at unless it's supposed to be semi that kind of a movie. I went into this expecting I'm going to see a lot of cool fight scenes. I'm going to see an over-the-top villain who is just going to be you know crazy and oh we're going to bring american american version of these guys into it yeah all righty then we'll do that and they all wear cowboy hats well, all, I'm, I'm texan i can i'm fine with this yeah this is, this that is, is kentucky apparently that, the that kentucky people wear cowboy hats yeah but apparently all of the statesmen wear cowboy hats all they're, of them. They're based in a, a brewery and I mean a distillery in Kentucky. No, but this is all over the United States. Like during their their meeting session, well, sure. all of them are wearing the cowboy hats. Real, realize this is based on uh, this whole thing is based on a British it, interpretation. Oh of yes, I, I'm fully it aware of that. It is meant to be over the top. Oh yeah, I'm I, fully aware of I'm, that. I'm, I agree with that. I just but, wanted to bring that up. Yeah. And if the statesmen were established in like a Kentucky or whatever, their dress code might do that, or it may that, just that be would make sense. Groups. Yeah. Might just be a southern organization for the most part, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. You know, I I love that uh, Statesman is actually a bourbon uh, made by <laughs> Old Forester, and I nearly went out and bought some tonight just to drink during the podcast. Uh, but, <laughs> of course, but I didn't. So, well, uh, I mean, they also have a Kingsman clothing line by a British tailor. Yeah, I but, don't remember who it is, but they do have that. That's true. But now, I could say I'm wearing that and it wouldn't matter, but drinking it would be more entertaining. Right. Uh, drinking the other would be more entertaining. Now, well, for I, us watching on the video, I mean, it's not like the audio listeners will ever know. No, of course not. Well, yeah, one, one of the points I want to bring up, uh, one of my films I love to watch is actually White, uh, White House Down with uh, Jamie Lee Foxx and uh, oddly enough, Chan Obtaining. You mean Jamie Foxx, not Jamie Yeah, Lee Jamie Foxx. Fox. Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie did you Fox. combine Jamie Lee Curtis and Jamie Yes, Fox? I did. <laughs> okay. Just verifying this. We were talking about her earlier, so there you go. That, That's why. Yeah, we were. So, I, I for some reason, I just love this film. Be like, one, it's got a good story. It has, you know, good action. Be like, even it, it, um, it's very much politi- politically driven. The, the idea that... The Republicans, all they want is war. They want, you know, control, blah, 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 blah. And the Democrats, you know, want peace and security and all that. Uh, I really didn't have a problem with that. I disagree with how they betrayed people have more of a conservative viewpoint or more. Because they always, because how the media portrays conservatives, it's always right-winged militant all always they care the about crazy is crazy ones always that's crazy the ones that sell it's the same reason why when they focus on the left that's not their you know their love childs yeah exactly it's always the crazy ones yeah exactly that's, that's why fox news focuses on it. keep in mind <laughs> it's fox news that makes an appearance in this movie not cnn yeah i noticed i was like okay that's interesting <laughs> i was unaware fox news broadcasts worldwide <laughs> Yeah, well, because the British people were watching Fox News also. That was weird. Was, was this film made the, by Fox? Because I yeah, it was twenty first century. It was twentieth century that's Fox, why. but and this would have been long before Disney bought them. Exactly. Yeah, so, I'm sure that's why they used actual Fox, and those were that would make sense. From Fox, right? Gonna, but it does feel like oh, the conservative news uh, news outlet is the one being representing America right now. Okay, yeah. interesting. <laughs> but. Politics aside. Yeah, politics aside. Yeah, I, I, politics I hate aside. I hate politics, and I hate bringing politics into movies. Yeah. It's just I could not look at this and not see some I, of that. I think it's kind of like 
it's in the same vein of the first one. The first one, yeah. you're very much talking about an environmental thing, which is a that real is issue. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can all discuss and talk about how the the drug industry has created all kinds of problems, both sides, whether it's the enforcement of uh, via the 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 um, our drug laws versus the other, et cetera. There's all kinds of issues in that, but oh, yeah. I really love the way that we get Poppy and this whole situation going in general. It's yeah. this really makes me miss the uh, or feel bad for the fact that Julianne Moore was not cast as Poison Ivy in some kind of Batman film about 20 years ago. Or that even now, is true. you want to do a futurist like a Batman as mm-hmm. he's getting older? Can we just get Julianne Moore to come in and play? Uh, Poison, uh, Ivy? Poison Ivy. I would love it. I would love I it. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. So interesting note when it comes to. Oh crap! I forgot her name already. That's terrible. Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore. Julianne Moore. When to because how the director said be like kind of gave her more the influence of oh come on uh, super uh, Superman the movie uh, Gene Hackman be like she <laughs> she, she they gave her the more to be like. Uh, be like you're you're gonna play this more like Gene Hackman from uh, Super the Superman films, <laughs> and it'd be like it fits perfectly how she like everything she's just like bubbly and like ooh this is fun and it's just like you are creepy lady. <laughs> like, yeah. I I enjoy her performance now her motivations are like what. <laughs> Okay, so here, she's here's a businesswoman. Yes, I, 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 I'll grant you her entire reason is she wants to be treated like any other business, and she is a very successful businesswoman in what she's done. Yeah, uh, but she's still nuts. Yeah, agreed. Be like she, she this she hates. Be like, what was it when what with one of the guys? Be like, he goes to add sugar to his tea or coffee, mm-hmm. and she goes off on it's like this is more addictive than like any other drug. And yet you sell drugs to well, but people. However, she was pointing out how argument. that was a legal thing to be uh, addicted to. Right. She says the same thing about alcohol. That is true. Coffee. That is true. And she points out how her stuff is technically not as addictive. Correct. But it's uh, uh, it's not socially acceptable. Right. right. It's illegal would, to smoke now, pot, but it's legal to buy alcohol. It's legal to buy... Right. Uh, sugar and all these other things, and that's her whole argument: that's, is let's yeah. tax weed and make like, that legal. And I'm actually, honestly, I'm pro that idea in general. I don't, mm, I'm, I'm not, not. I wouldn't want to take, I wouldn't want it. But I'm saying yeah. the tax income would help a lot of things. And you know what? At the end of the day, if we tax it, we control it. But yeah, that's a whole nother argument for a whole nother day. We, we've already hit our politics quota for this episode. That's it. We're yeah, way so, we've slammed right into so we it. Can't get into it. I, no. I apologize that I re- I took it all up. <laughs> It's okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's all I, good. We can always edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm it won't be that bad. Um, but no, I think I think they have I go to go into it saying how much I hated all the Trump stuff. I come out the edit. <laughs> I loved how they treated our presidents. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right, just. Keep, yeah. I'll, I'll shut up before you do that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say keep doing it and I can do that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, yeah, just a, re- a re-edit of this episode is where. Drew is like really hyping up all this stuff. <laughs> oh, Jiminy that, Drew gets on that, a pogo that stick. That would be a very fun edit to hear. It's Drew like, is on I don't sound like a thing train. like that. He's on the pro weed train right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, okay, so this film has a lot of good actors and actresses. As Agreed. We, um, we get Mark Strong returning as Merlin. Oh, we get, yeah. Uh, as mentioned, we get Julianne Moore. We get. Uh, Bruce Greenwood, who comes in to play the president, uh-huh. even if you didn't like his performance, mm-hmm. he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, I, now yeah. I enjoyed his performance. I agree. I, I just like every, everything. With the character. Yeah, I just yeah. agree with the character. Yeah, um, and his motivation. Perch. Like, why in the world would be like if conservative or not? Why would you want to just let all these people die? That makes zero sense. I can see the argument. It makes for sense it, from his point of view, thing. which is creepy. Yeah, I'll grant you. I understand psychotic. where he's coming from, and it's psychotic. Yeah, but it would technically do what he says it would take out the drug trade and all the criminals who are selling it at the same time i agree but my problem with this is it shows no compassion for humanity we also get the return of colin firth as harry hart yes Uh, that that was that was an interesting reveal how he came back yeah i i don't know if i agree with bringing him back yeah i'm uh, as a move because i am of the thought that if you do resurrect a character you 
better have a really good reason for it. And, and uh, we don't see one. I feel the reason for it in this movie is we need more comedy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. And we need yeah. Eggsy to have more suspicion of uh, uh, of uh, everybody uh, everybody that's going around. Yeah. Um, right. Like, even Charlie coming back, I felt like, was a little better because he was intricate in the story. It made sense. A returning villain is always good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it makes bringing sense back the, the... Continuity. You know, it's like... It's like bringing back Obi Wan, you know, like actually from like if Obi Wan mm-hmm. didn't die, kind of thing or something. Yeah, I mean, I know they used it, but they used him still a little bit in, uh, you know, Empire and whatnot. But yeah, like bringing. That, but he back wasn't back back. He was just in, there to give off a couple of of uh, bits of wisdom now and then. He wasn't out there trying to help Luke Skywalker take down the Empire. Right. They do the same thing with a flashback, essentially. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, in, in, this movie, he, in this movie, it is really, okay, we did not get to see Harry and Eggsy team up side by side to fight the bad guys. We're going to do that at the end of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Which was a very cool scene, by the way. Oh, yeah. I grant you. That was one of the... That's probably the best fight scene in the movie. But uh, at the same time... I still think most of the fight scenes in this movie are too over the top for what they are. Because I really liked how the first one did it. This one just seems too much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like there was a lot of too much. Um, oh, and I, I forgot to mention a couple others. Like, we did get Channing Tatum in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, and he does a really good job of not acting as much like Channing Tatum as we usually see. So I was impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get Jeff Bridges. We get Elton John. Yeah. Halle Berry. Oh, let, 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 the first let's, time let's, I've actually liked a Halle Berry role. Yeah, <laughs> ag- agreed, agreed. Halle Berry did a very good job in this movie. Now to talk about Sir Elton John in this movie, I don't like Elton John <laughs> in normal cases. So, I I'm, okay, I enjoyed his performances. Like now, granted, I'm not. I wasn't a big fan of him. You know, dropping the f bomb every every line. I but was, I, other I, than that, was, I mean, I enjoyed his performance and yeah. the 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 scene where it's Poppy's demonstrating the the different stages of the of the uh the the lace drug i can't remember what it's called but elton john getting cured and him throwing a tantrum yeah apparently there's a documentary out there it's uh tantrums and tiaras it's an elton john documentary (laughs) and apparently that's exactly how he acts (laughs) look he he is so much a a, a diva (laughs) elton john is one of the greatest musicians uh in modern history I would agree um, with you on that. I'll say, and, I'll go with that. He actually has a lot of. He, he does a very good songwriter. I just don't like him. Yeah. Well, there you go. You don't have to. Um, and I think I. I mean, and his, I don't like most of his songs either. <laughs> I, I. I thought some of the things, uh, some of the action was a bit overplayed, but that was fun. They're trying to get him in there. Yeah. Uh, he, it felt like this weird, scary clown doing kung fu. It yeah, it did. And I was like, I don't know, but I mean, it's Elton John. He's flamboyant. He always goes crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, I, what's funny I did is like the fact got that him uh, in this movie uh, and uh, the guy who plays, uh, what's his name? Uh, Taron Egerton, who plays Eggsy, yeah. plays Elton John. Uh, yeah, I, I just Man. read that. That was I was like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> yep. Uh, but one of the characters, uh, one of the actors I really want to mention is Pedro Pascal, who plays Whiskey. Who yes. does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. And if you've seen him in, in uh, much else, you've probably seen him as the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. A, Oh my yeah, gosh! Or is Oberon Martell in Game of Thrones? I mean, this guy is fantastic. And when I watched him as Whiskey, I kept thinking he makes me think a little bit of Burt Reynolds. Yeah, and I you're think right. If they're ever gonna do a Smokey and the Bandit movie? There's yeah. your remake. Yeah, there's your guy. All right. So interesting fact to be like Whiskey is actually modeled after Burt Reynolds, who ah. starred in Sam Whisk and Sam Whiskey in 1969. He's it. modeled off. <laughs> Well, and I think he does a great job. I would love he does. to see him oh my work gosh. on an impression a little bit, like maybe get a little more like Smokey and the Bandit style, yeah. like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. But I think he could. He, if you're going to do something, maybe the life of Burt Reynolds, whatever. Oh yeah. That's your guy. But he's he's probably going to be doing uh, the Mandalorian forever now. Probably. <laughs> so here here's a question. I I didn't quite understand why did Poppy decide to blow up and destroy uh, the Kingsmen. I, I get where the... Uh, I think the reasoning is is she was already in contact with... Uh, what's his name? Charlie? Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, I knew Charlie that. Charlie had pretty much told her... Uh, all the locations. Pre- and everything. Well, told all the locations. 
told her of all the strengths that Kingsman had. Yeah. Yeah, like, look, and bad so she guy. Could, so the, she the, could say, okay, this is obviously your biggest threat that you know of right now. We need to go ahead and take them out. Yeah, it's, it's literally, hey. They don't hey, say that, I, but that's essentially what it was. I agree. agree it, with it's, that. It's literally the guy who got kicked from the Justice League going and telling the bad guy, hey, you might want to stop these people this Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his arm, you know, finds all the locations. Yeah, kind of like a certain new series on Netflix about more than meets the eye. There's a, there's a certain turn there, the very first episode, that I'm not going to give away, but it's... There's a, tra- it, a new Transformers? Yes, there the, are. Transformers... Uh, uh, War for Cybertron. War for Cybertron. Okay, yeah, I did. It, it's on Netflix. It was... It's pretty good. Oh man. Yeah, Frank. Uh, Frank Megatron Walker is actually in it. He plays Megatron. Good. Well, that's good. We probably will touch on that later. Yeah, will. All right. Um, okay. Let's see what else. Um, but yeah, cast is great. Uh, as I mentioned, um, let's see. I don't think I left anybody out who is super important on this. Besides. Yeah, I think I got it. Oh, but yeah, we we can't you know not forget about Benny and Jet. Yeah, the robot dogs. The robot dogs. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I I I enjoy them as characters, and so like any any person who loves dogs or loves pets, like when they die, it's just like, oh, I mean, like you're tearing my heart out. I don't Jacob. care if it's an evil robot dog. Jacob, not at all. They're not, not all. alive. <laughs> I know that. But they are not even AI. They mean are... robot attack dogs do not get sympathy. I know, but just if they were being sweet and then got sympathy out of, then got killed, I'd have felt bad. But I know, but it's it's the it's, only person that was their friend besides the villain was, was Elton, Elton John. John. Did and look how fast <laughs> that turned around. That that was I mean, now that 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 entire turnaround with Henry and Henry Harry Harry that's Harry, it. Yeah. Harry Harry and Elton John be like taking the bowling ball, smashing mm-hmm. the poor dog's head in. Just how how they how they do the performance of the dogs it just makes you like ow I know you're an evil dog but ow Once so again the dog is the Hulk, did you uh did you get sad about the the the, or the the overly sized mutated poodle when it got beat up and uh, Oh good <laughs> night that. I forgot about that movie <laughs> I mean I don't remember hearing any sympathy for them but robot dogs Come on, Jacob. I forgot I just, about I just, that horrible movie. Hey, don't hate. There's some good there. Yeah, sure there is. I just don't remember it. It's, cause it's been 20 years. Best best cast Hulk film. Uh, yeah, by far. Uh, yeah, but anyway, we can get into that one later because that's such a good one to talk about. So, anyway. anyway. Hey, anyways. Uh, let's see, what else? Um Hmm. Yeah, like I said, uh, this movie I thought was better in some ways than the original. Uh, again, we can look at there was several things that weren't great about it. Um, okay, so I I did want to bring one part up because me and Drew talked about it and we mentioned it in the very beginning of the podcast. Okay. Something going about to New Zealand. Can we not? I okay. don't want to talk about that scene. <laughs> no, I will go ahead and touch on it. Uh, when I saw this in theaters the first time. I went with my mother because I told her how much the first movie was good. And she recorded the first one off of uh, television, which, of course, is a little cleaned up. So she had no idea how rough the language was going to be in this movie. And I hadn't really thought of it. So we're sitting there watching the movie and we get to the scene at the music festival. Where he goes down under? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And uh, explores New Zealand, as we put it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That was a very awkward scene to sit next to your mother during. I'm just going to say. That was an unnecessary scene. Very unnecessary. Agreed. Agreed. You I, mean, I get why they did it, but you I mean, could have... they didn't show anything. It wasn't really. Yeah, but get uh, really, really close. But it was the. They the, the could big have done with that it was so it... differently and yeah. still gotten, it, gotten the idea across. Yeah. They could have just done like a blackout scene or who knows what or just some noises or whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I get the whole Good point night. of having they could uh, have... whiskey and they... Eggsy compete. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah, that classic. was interesting. Right. But they could have easily switched to, I don't know, Statesman HQ and had Halle Berry says, oh, look, this tracker's activated and then go back. And right. that would have told you everything. But yeah. no, they actually have to show the finger going in well, they, that direction. They had an R rating to play with. So, yes, you know. that I, is not an excuse. 
I'm sorry. Well, I, R rating, just because you have the ability doesn't mean you should. That sure. is true. That is true. Look, I would argue that they, they it doesn't help the movie pretty, any. pretty muted. It could have went really crazy. But yeah. Yes. I could see how watching it with your mother, that would be kind of well, awkward. Well, I'm just going to say if I'd watched it by myself, I would have felt squeamish. Yeah, <laughs> sure. A little bit. Because that's, that was just uncomfortable to be sitting yeah. in public watching. Now, granted, <laughs> I'm a little yeah. prudish. I hear you. I hear you. I, um, I pref- would prefer it if we didn't have to have seen a scene like that at all. If, they, if the tracker was able to get into the system some other way besides going through a mucous membrane. Sure. But if you're going to do that, you should at least give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Just because you have an R rating and you can do a lot of crazy stuff does not necessarily mean you need to push that envelope. Yeah. And look, there's for a, uh, for especially the mucous membrane. So right. They could have literally done some kind of thing they could cheek and then tongue. Yeah, you yeah, know, pretty I mean, much, and, and accomplish the same thing that dissolves or whatever. There was yeah. better ways to handle that scene. Agreed. Yeah, could have been different, but I think it wasn't bad. But I do get how it could be awkward and uncomfortable. In just, public, just a bit. Like watching it in private at my own home was like, okay, I feel. And a you little... had warning. Yeah, I had. Warning. I told you the story beforehand. Yeah. I didn't know exactly what he was talking about, well, no, but I, I was, was like, like, oh, I did, I did oh. say, you'll know it when you see it. Yes. Yeah. But and either- in this viewing, I fast forwarded past it because <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was like, oh, we're here. OK, I'll go to I'll hang out till they're in the tent. OK, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Oh, look. Oh, and you just see on the Amazon preview things like, oh, she saw what was going on because the stupid idiot had his glasses turned on that didn't mess him up beforehand. So of course <sighs> I did enjoy the scene where, um, Eggie's friend finds his stash, his glasses. And yeah. You'd think that'd be oh. locked down a little bit better than that. Yeah. Huh? You'd think that that would be locked down a bit better than that. Yeah. Like say a biometric scanner. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if Batman can just have a bus that you push the thing to get That is hits. true. Yes, but that was. I'm just saying there could have been a better way to do that in this movie. Sure. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, especially yeah. since he was going to die anyway. It's it was. Like it was. It was a cool it. setup. It, it was. It was sad that said you know that they killed off BJ. Like it's yeah, JB. His, JB the dog, <laughs> the pug. They brought back another pug. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. BJ. JB. JB, whichever. <laughs> okay, Anna. Uh, Anna. Anna, Anna, moving on. on. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> For more see. shenanigans like this, please go check out the Cellcast. Cell Where yeah. I can't pronounce a, sink in, a, a Disney princess's name correctly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, but yeah, uh, I think. I think that's most of it. What else do we need to talk about on this one? That's really it for me. I've gotten said anything I could say on this. Hmm. I would say the the only thing I probably think of is like whiskey's like true intention, his true intention. Um, I like I like that twist. That'd be like Harry kind of mm-hmm. like. It's like, I don't really trust him, but then you're kind of dealing with, okay, this is the guy who's seen butterflies all over the place, and you really can't trust his judgment so well. Be like, he's rusty, he's been, you know, yeah, even he, if he's had retro amnesia for so many years. Even if that reversal had been a good reversal, it's still, uh, he's been not done anything for, what, a year? Yeah, exactly. Year or two? Yeah, man of maketh, maketh the man scene. Yeah. I was like, ouch, you are a rusty dude. Let let, let the, the guys who are doing it right now do it. Mm-hmm. But I did think of something else I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Merlin's death. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I love here's that. Here's the thing. I love, country road. I, I love the country roads part. I swear they could have come up with a better... I hate how they got to where he was the one who had to do the sacrifice. Because you could have had anybody else pull that off. I, I just don't see the point in killing him. I guess is really what it comes down to. Other than they wanted someone to be sacrificed to take out the guards. Yeah, right. and, I mean, they could have found a rock or something. Yeah, or, to hold or off to, until they got in there. Because he, he was this close to actually being an agent. Yeah. 
Or they or they could have killed off Harry. Yeah. Who who was dead at the beginning of the film. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Give him yeah. a second death, more of a like a glor- like a a worthwhile death. Oh, well, his death in the first one was good too. Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, but he just got shot in the face with Yeah. You know, so it was kinda But a guy who's very squeamish to the blood. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it, it did work though. I felt like it, it played well. I think uh, you know, as much as yeah. you could go, well, they could have done something different. Like I felt it was kinda silly that he stepped on the thing. But I guess that was an assumption that they would have lost if he hadn't. Yeah, but Eggy, Edgy, Eggsy? Well, egg, egg, yeah. Eggsy. Yeah. I, uh, I don't mind Eggsy stepping on it because it's like, you know what? That actually was good timing on that when they, when you hear the click. It's like, oh, yeah, I saw that coming, but that's mm. still kind of interesting. And their way of getting him off of it, they use a spray that apparently can only hold for 10 seconds. Yeah. Right. For like, like a microsecond. Yeah. It's yeah, like, just seconds, not 10 seconds. Like... A couple. Yeah, you can get you can get a couple of this a few yards in ten seconds. You could not have found a better way. And really, if they if that had held just long enough for them to get away from the mine, you they could have still continued on. And honestly, yeah. from a writing perspective, you can give them that time, and it would not feel awkward. Yeah. But your idea was no. We're gonna have Merlin sacrifice himself. Admittedly, singing "Country Roads," which is a great song, and it's a great way, and I love the orchestration that comes up along with that as mm-hmm. he's doing it. Yeah. Even though he, Mark Strong, I don't think can sing, uh, <laughs> not really well. Well, but he it was be able to, but the character was the character can't. Yeah. And uh, the, that scene is kind of awesome, and it does at least give that character a great send off. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like. This is how we're starting off our climax scene. You're going to have one character sacrifice himself and then never talk about him the rest of the movie. <laughs> that is well, true. That's you what know, gets me more than anything that's... else. They don't even talk about losing Merlin until uh, the very last scene when they are drinking to everybody yeah. that they lost. Well, and again, Merlin is basically has said before what they do keeps the other guys going and alive. Yeah, so that is true. Going to sacrifice themselves. It made sense that it would be him. Um, you know. Because the others would be willing to, but he was the one that that's what his job was all about. Trying to make and, sure that... And yeah. admittedly, in a fight scene, he's probably not as well trained and physically able to do all the stuff that needs to be done for these over-the-top fight scenes, even though Elton John can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if El- Elton John can handle the goons, I wonder why Mark Yeah. Could. That's a good, very, very good question. But... So, uh, hmm. So anyway. one is a knight and one is not. <laughs> okay, so here here's another one. Here's another one that I just thought of. So Eggsy from the first film, my point, one of my one of my my thoughts, you know, coming into this was okay. You have Eggsy goes in from a street kid to an agent. In this one, he goes from an agent to a king, which is completely utterly wrong. First off, you've had he's had three years. To really learn all the ins and outs of etiquette, yeah, and all the other things. So I, I, I have no doubt he actually can do all the etiquette stuff. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 I agree with you on that. Uh, and he did get in good with uh, Princess T. Yeah, at the end of the last movies, and I can see the relationship continuing. Uh. Hmm. He probably does not have any noble blood, but let's face it, all of the uh, royals in Europe right now are pretty much figureheads. So- I I agree. I agree with you. But here's my here's my dilemma. Here's my dilemma. Okay, so you take uh, more of the more recent, more recent with. Um, if you're going the way you're going, I do have a defense, but continue. Okay, so we recently had with Prince Harry and. Yeah, this is where I was going. Okay, what what Kate what's her Winslet. name? No, not Caitlyn. With no, you're talking about well, Kate. There's there's Princess Middleton. Middleton. Yeah, yeah, Middleton. So the I think Winslow. So in the fact to be like throughout like when that ha- when they got married and when the whole they're gonna split and go their own way, they're like, oh, she's a princess, and like, no, she is not a princess. She's a duchess. For oh, the you're main, not talking about you're not talking about Kate. You're no, talking about um. Uh, Megan Markle. Megan Markle. Thank you. Yeah, I can't Six. remember her name. I don't really follow it, but it just you see it on the the newsstands. She wasn't a noble to begin with. Yeah, they she gifted her that 
particular nobility so that she could marry him. Well, I thought well she only well no, no she no. got it because he he was the uh, he was the uh, what did you say the duke or yeah. whatever. So yeah. she he, she pa- she got the title passed down to her. Yeah. But she's right. not a princess. She can never even I think even be given a royal title no. past duchess. Yeah. There, so, yeah, well, there are she could get because her yeah. hu- well, her husband can ascend to the throne, but she cannot become the true queen. Yeah, she no, can never be true like, queen. Right. There, so there. so so in in that thought process, you have Eggsy who marries a princess and it says he be- he can become a king. He's not a king. He's, He's not, not a, a king. king. Even if she were to ascend to the throne, yes, he would not be a king. Probably for the same reason that um, the Queen of England right now, her husband is still called a prince because yeah. that is true. Because the uh, wife's t- while the the man's title can be transferred to the wife, it does not go the other direction. That is true. Right. It depends on the country and the way they do it. Right, yeah. and I'll Again, admit I do we're, not we're know how Sweden this... works. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. but if we're, if we're if we're generally basing this off European European royalty, in which Sweden is a part of, but they all vary a little bit. They so, they, yeah, do, I mean... they do. I agree, but the the line I think it's Exy who says it that or someone says it, the fact that you go from an agent to a king. It's like no, you're just uh, like a, he's still an agent. Though. He's still an agent, but he's he's not really. Like you're you, you'll never ascend to the title of king because right. your your wife who will be queen. I think there is a bigger problem here than the one you're bringing up. Okay, he is now because he is married to Princess T of Sweden. Yeah, a public figure. Yeah, everybody right. and their dog in the world. He, he can appear on People magazine. That is true. He is also a secret agent for Kingsman. Yeah, for England. And working still technically in the tailor shop, as you can see, it's rebuilt at the end of the movie. True. How on earth can he pull that off? As his, his cover is blown at this point, permanently. Yeah. He's not like James Bond, where it's like, oh, everyone knows who James Bond is. Yeah. He's still just Eggsy. Yeah. He's, at best, he might be able to pull off being Arthur. I assume he can't, he's going to retire from being an agent at this point. But they don't show that. They show yeah. him outside of Kingsman. Right. Kingsman Taylor's shop. I assume he's going to have to retire. Well, well yeah. there's still a, th- a third movie that takes place after this yeah. coming. Which, which well, the third one takes place before this. Like, no, 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 no. This is a, this, the, the actual quote-unquote Kingsman 3, not the King's Man, oh, yeah. is, okay. is, is, is still a, coming after this prequel. Oh, I didn't know they were going to make another. Yeah, one. which is allegedly supposed to have Dwayne Johnson as the villain. Supposedly, well, that's how you bring a movie back. Supposedly, the <laughs> it. supposedly the King's Man is going to set up Kingsman Three. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I really hope Eggsy's not in it. Well, I'm my well, Eggsy suspe- won't be in Kingsman ex- unless it actually reshow the death of his father, and so giving him the little medal at the beginning of the movie, which they'll just use the scenes from the first movie for that. That is true. Yeah. My my. My thought on Kingsman on Kingsman three would probably be Eggsy is kind of thrown into the same situation that he was in in two. That now that he's a quote unquote a prince, he's not a king; he's a prince or a. Or I don't a even duke. know if he's a prince. They didn't give tell him. Tell us I don't think they give him given given his title. Yeah, he's if he he's, even uh, got a title, or or likely he probably a duke of all things. Well, he if probably he has some kind of title. If he, if he, he got a title, if he well, got if he has a title. He will, he will, okay, uh, I I don't know of any royalty that they don't give a husband or wife a title. Yeah, True. it just may not be a it may not be prince, king, duke, etc. But right. they'll give him a title, right. of Some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. He has agree to be the, royalty at that. I, point. I agree. That, that they'll give him a title. I agree with that. But the point I'm going to is now that be like he is more of a public figure. Be sure, like yeah. either either a he will retire or b they'll come after the the princess and he'll have to step back up or I could see that or, yeah. or the other or, or they will kill the, uh, the king and queen of Sweden and then shenanigans will happen there. And then he'll have to defend, you know, Sweden as a Kingsman or, right. the, or there'll be another become, branch of Kingsman in Sweden. Well, and like this I movie will be about Brexit. With my probably. thoughts on Kingsman in general yeah. is that this feels very much like a Disney film. Uh, and in that aspect of uh, uh, him growing to become 
I like I know a very it's rough R Disney and very film. Yeah, things, but my point is the general story has that classic Disney vibe. So this kid Agreed. from the streets rises up to become the secret agent of this great thing, and then then he becomes royalty, and then the next one he'll defend his royalty. Yeah, that's exactly like a Disney uh, setup. Would be I, I agree? It it, ha- it has that 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 same feel. That same feel yeah. as like uh, your classic Disney movies have. But like Drew said, be like, this is like Disney really, really rough around the edges. <laughs> well, like I said before, it's like if Tarantino or someone like that directed a Disney film. It's it's not a not a straight Disney uh, kind of Di- thing. But- Walt Disney would roll in his grave, pop out of the grave, punch the director, and then I, go back to sleep. I would Walt like to Disney point out a lot of stuff. I would like Agreed. to point out that the Kingsman and Kingsman Three are technically being made under the watchful eye of Walt Disney. Now, agree. So, agreed. <laughs> so the so mouse is in charge. So Walt Disney is literally just rolling in his grave. The nice. Entire, he's he's going to the Gator Gator Death Roll. Look, look, just he's from, been rolling. He yeah. was rolling before these movies. Keep on rolling, uh, rolling, he, rolling, rolling. There, there were. Uh, I mean, Walt Disney was not the best person in the world, and there are certain films that were made that I'm sure he would not have liked. Uh, So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Okay. At this point, (laughs) is there anything else we need to say about this film? I don't think... I I, think we've covered pretty much everything that could possibly be covered with this film. So, I'm ready to move on if y'all are. Yeah. Yeah, let's rate it. Um, I'm going to go first. I'm going to give it uh, three stars. I think it's a little generous, but I did enjoy this more than I enjoyed the first one, I think, uh, even though it took me forever to watch it. Um, I felt like some of the fun that we get from uh, the different style of characters, even though it's a little bit anti-American in their message, but that's expected when it's British. That's mm-hmm. kind of common. We Agreed. hate each other a little bit, but love each other. Um, it's a love and hate relationship. It, it very much Ad, is. Admittedly, uh, we, we of each other. admittedly we cast them in the villains and everything. It makes sense they'd cast us as the villains every once in a while. Sure. There you go. Um, I think that uh, again, the villain uh, Poppy by Julianne Moore is fantastic. I think uh, getting to see a lot of these characters or a lot of these actors do a really good job. Again, Pascal as whiskey was fantastic. We get to see Elton John, Channing Tatum, and a lot of people who do a pretty good job. I don't think Colin Firth should have came back from this film. For this film, I think it was unnecessary to the story. Um, but maybe they just needed a little something, and maybe they needed his name on it to sell it. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to give it three because I think it might have been a little better. And I can't remember what I rated the other, but I'm pretty certain it was probably two, two and a half stars. So I'm going to give it three. Uh, because I think it's a little better. And yeah, that's it. I'll give it a four. It's not a perfect film. There's a lot of, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of, like in a certain movie, I just read a lot. There's, there's a lot of gray area in that question. Uh, like it's got, uh, to me, it has good action, has some good acting. There's, there's some faults and fumbles here and there. Uh, the political message, I've, I wasn't a fan of they beat you over the head with it. And uh, being American, I'm not a huge fan of us not, well, being the hero. I wasn't going to say that. Not almost being betrayed, almost like in a villain type. Now, granted, Jim did bring that out. Jim did bring that out very well with the fact that be like in, Brit- in American films, we often betray British as the bad guys. It just that makes was sense. me. Okay. Drew, yeah, said Drew, Drew said that. Drew said that. We love to hate each other. Yeah, so. agreed. That was me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Giving credit to credit is due. Drew said that. But yeah, I'll just I'll give it a four. Um, it's an enjoyable film to an extent. True. Well, I think y'all are both being incredibly generous to this movie because I'm giving it a two. Dum dum dum. I. Here's the thing. It has promise. It had potential. Yeah. It decided to focus on uh, things that I would prefer the movie didn't focus on and included a scene I think should have been left out. Agreed. Completely. The movie is not enjoyable for me. It's not one I'm going to look forward to again. I can go back and watch Kingsman 1 again right now and I would still be perfectly happy. I just do not like this film because it's 
it's just it's it's hitting all my negative buttons. I'm not saying objectively it's written bad. I think there's a scene they should leave out, of course. I think there's a couple things they could have done to make some scenes work better. And they could have kept the politics out of it, and I think still done a good job. I just did not enjoy the movie, and that's why I can't really rate it any more than a two. Okay. So, I mean, if they had, I mean, they could have, what if they had left the general political idea in there, but maybe done it a little less as far as, like, the American government? Mean not hit you over the head? Say that again, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You mean not hit you over the head with it? Yeah, do it, like I mean, remember in the first film, it was very much environmentalist, environmental. Yeah, yeah. and, and that one, but it, and that one, it was a you had a message, but yeah. you it was the message was not the focus of the story. And this one, they a have the focus of the story being twofold with the uh, legal, the marijuana, the legalization of drugs, plus uh, the universal health care thing, which. I don't have all the answers for that. I'm not going to pretend to have all the answers for that. It's just I've been hearing it for 10 years and I don't care anymore. <laughs> I want I just want people to take care of each other and let's not bring the insurance companies into this for the most part. I think the, that's the biggest problem is we've let the insurance companies take control of the medical industry. But that's all beside the point. That's the main focus of this movie. And just to give it a little bit more heads up, they decide, hey, the president of the United States... And his chief of war, whoever that other guy was that was his was brown nosing the heck out of him, that's the villains. And they are the leaders of the free world, and they're the ones who are put at the uh, focus of they're the only ones that Poppy will talk to, and they're the ones who are going to determine if this world will have either, right. uh, will get the antidote or not. Yeah. 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 That was all... It just felt that that was intentional. If they sure. could have stopped at the the drug use plus the uh, the healthcare combo there, yeah. and then not got into now, let's show how horrible Republicans are. Yeah, right. Okay. I probably would pit up with it a little bit better. Plus, take out the scene with the yeah music yeah. festival. Now Handle the- that scene better, and then I would feel I would probably rate it higher. But as it sits right now, this is not a movie I want to watch again. So, hmm. two. Alrighty. Um, and if that's it, I guess yep. that concludes our review of Kingsman, The Golden Circle from 2017. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.